the best of the best in women's hockey and men's hockey came to Toronto to put on a show and boy did they ever deliver hit it intro Welcome to Sports for Beginners. This is the show I cover the Pittsburgh Penguins, Toronto Blue Jays, and more, including taking you on a journey through the world of sports from the fans' perspective. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Let's have some fun, shall we? Hockey fans, what's going on, NHL fans? What's going on, PWHL fans? My name is Scott McGregor. What's going on? Welcome to a very special All Star Weekend episode of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. I thought about making this part of season three, but that will be down the road in different seasons. And I just thought we have to do one. We absolutely have to do one. We got to do one. So here we go. Let's not waste any time here. My name is Scott McGregor. And this is our NHL PWHL episode where we combine the two. We're going to kick things off here in the first half of our opening segment. With discussing the teams for the NHL All-Star Game in 2024. And of course, We wrap up that half with a very special player of the game segment for the three-on-three PWHL Canadian Tire Showcase, which happened on the same night on Friday. Nope, sorry, Thursday night. And I've got a little bit of a clip here that I want to play later in the program. And this is to do with the mascot. Yes, all mascots. Iceberg, Gritty, Carlton the Bear, NJ Devil. And all 32 NHL mascots were at 
the NHL All-Star Fanfare for quite the showdown. They, they were quite the showdowns, if I do say so myself. I mean, what, what can you say about the Philadelphia Flyer mascot, Gritty? He was just being himself. What can you say about Gritty? Well, I'll tell you one thing. You can say about him. When it comes to dodgeball, he doesn't mind being the last one out. And no, I'm not saying that to offend any Flyer fans of any kind. But I will say this. He had a pretty good dodgeball plan until it backfired. Until it kind of backfired when he got hit directly in the face, I believe, by the Seattle Kraken goaltender. Sorry, not goaltender. Mascot, Bowie. And uh, give a shout out to Bowie and a shout out to my. Good friend of our show and the host of Locked On Kraken, Erica Lindsay Ayala. You can check out my conversation with Erica a little later on. Maybe you can pause the episode here to check it out. Let's start checking out the all-star stuff by, first of all, and I mean first of all, we gotta, and I mean got to, we gotta get to all the good stuff, the good We got to get to all the good stuff. And one of the best things I loved about this weekend in Toronto with the All-Star Game in Toronto, one of the best things I liked about this, especially when it came to the draft, was who the team captains were. And here's why. If you remember... If you remember, if you watched it on, uh, if you watched it on uh, Thursday night when they did the draft before they went to the PWHL, they had it. There was so much that we could go through, but I mean, first of all. Did you ever not think, did you ever not think, did you ever not think for one second did you ever not think Justin Bieber would suit up for this game? 
Unfortunately, he didn't. But he did, however, suit up. He did, however, suit up. For everything else. Including the draft, where Kate McRae and so many others would be shown. Oh, and guess what? Sidney Crosby was in the building. Yep, that's right. Sid the Kid was in the building. I'm going to pull up the article here so we can get you into gear on who was drafted. But actually, you know what? Where's the fun in that? Where's the fun in that? Let's just go to each team. We're going to start this draft look around by looking at the team's Who kicked things off? Team McKinnon Their celebrity all-star was Kate McRae. Captained by Nathan McKinnon. And yeah, um, we also had Kale McCarr. We also had Kale McCarr. So we'll get to the draft results here. And who were the celebrities 
But Tate McRae, yes, was one of them. And she, I believe, was on Team McKinnon. Oh, there we go. Celebrity captains. So here we go. Your celebrity captains include Michael Buble. Justin Bieber, Tate McRae, and guess what? Will Arnett, alongside team captains of each team, for Team Matthews from the Toronto Maple Leaf, the host of this year's All-Star Game. Number 34, Austin Matthews. Your team captain for Team McDavid from the Edmonton Oilers. Number 97, Connor McDavid. Captain for Team McKinnon with Tate McRae as the celebrity captain from the Colorado Avalanche. Give it up. And I say give it up for number 29, Nathan McKinnon. And finally, with the celebrity captain in Michael Buble. The captain of Team Hughes from the Vancouver Canucks. Give it up 
And I say, give it up. For number 43, Win Hughes, alongside his co-captain or assistant captain, who was not in the game, from the Vancouver Canucks. Give it up. Or Jack Hughes. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Let me just uh, double check the roster here. Where is Jack Hughes from? I believe he's from the New Jersey Devils. Maybe. But Jack Hughes unable to participate in this game. But he had co-captain. For Team Hughes. Now, Team Hughes did keep it in the family. As they would select as many of their NHL teammates as possible. And the result of their lineup was for the Honda U.S. Rogers, Canada, NHL All-Star Game, this Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Quinn Hughes, Brock Bozer, J.T. Miller, Elias Pettersson, Thatcher Demko, 
and Jasper Bratt. So we had a couple of connects on Team Hughes, including goaltender Thatcher Demko. And from the New Jersey Devils, besides Jack Hughes, who did not play. It was Jesper Bratt. The team also selected Nikita Kucherov from the Tampa Bay Lightning. From the Ottawa Senators, they chose Brady Kachuk. From the Winnipeg Jets, they would choose Kyle Connor from the Anaheim Ducks. They would go ahead and choose Frank Vetrano. And from the Los Angeles Kings, they go to Cam Talbot to complete the team. Now, Team McDavid, who did they pick? Well, they definitely picked Pasta, as he's known for in Boston. But who else did they pick? Well, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. They do exactly what they want to do. And they get guys like Connor Hollabach from the Winnipeg Jets, from the Boston Bruins, Pasta. Otherwise known to the world as David Pasternak. They would also get from the Buffalo Sabres defenseman Rasmus Dalin. From the St. Louis Blues. Robert Thompson, Robert Thomas, from the Florida Panthers, Sam Reinhart and goaltender Sergey Brabowski, from the Columbus Blue Jackets, 
they would get forward. Boon Jenner. And from the Montreal Canadiens, Nick Suzuki. Nick Suzuki. They would also end up getting from the San Jose Sharks. Thomas Hurdle. So that would leave McDavid's roster with himself, Drysaddle, Hullabuck, Darlene, Pasternak, Thomas, Reinhardt, Roboski, Jenner, Hurdle, and Suzuki. That's Team McDavid. We've done Team Hughes. Let's do Team McKinnon. We've done Team Hughes. We've done Team... McDavid, let's do team McKinnon. And that had quite the roster with Tate McRae as their celebrity captain. Team McKinnon's roster went like this from the Colorado Avalanche. Number 29 and captain, Nathan McKinnon from the Colorado Avalanche. Number eight, Hale McCarr from the Colorado Avalanche. Number 40, Alexander Georgiev. Pittsburgh Penguins fans, if you're listening to this, prepare to get loud. If you wish, but... Ladies and gentlemen, even though Sidney Crosby wasn't at the draft, he had somebody in there to take his spot. But that didn't matter to Tate McRae as she was able to get the boys, McKinnon and McCarr,
to draft from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Number 87, your captain. Sidney Crosby. They would also get from the Minnesota Wild. Number 97, Kirill Kaprizov. From the Washington Capitals. Give it up, Capitals Nation, for number 43, Tom Wilson. From the Big Bad Boston Bruins. Give it up, fans. For number one. Jeremy Swayman. From the mascot that we all know and love, Team the Philadelphia Flyers. I should say from the team that Gritty cheers on, on the other side of Pennsylvania. From the Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers Nation, let me hear you. Let me hear you, even if you are listening to this right now. But let me hear it for number 11, Ravis Konechny. From the Vancouver Canucks, number 23. Give it up, Canucks Nation, for. Give it up, Canucks Nation, for Elias Lindholm, one of the newest Vancouver Canucks, in a trade that we'll get into another time. And from the Seattle Kraken. Team McKinnon would be drawn from from Oliver Bjorkstrand. Give it up, Kraken Nation, for from your Seattle Kraken, the final participant joining. Team McKinnon, all the way from the deep. Olivier Bjorkstrand. And finally, a team that liked the, that liked Team Hughes. Had quite a bit of the same players. It's time to go over Team Matthews. 
And this one had a couple of them. So regardless if they were a captain, co-captain, whatever it is, you guys already know if you were watching the if you were watching if you were watching all the content, but here we go with Matthews's roster. For Team Matthews from your Toronto Maple Leaf. Give it up for yes. Number 34, Austin Matthews, from your Toronto Maple Leaf, and on defense, let me hear it for number 44, Morgan Riley. And from your Toronto Maple Leaf, as we wind down, as we wind on down, Team Matthews, give it up for number 88, right winger for your Maple Leaf. Number 88, give it up for William Nylander, Willie. And from your Toronto Maple Leaf, right winger, just like William Nylander, give it up from your Toronto Maple Leafs, give it up, Toronto Maple Leaf fans, for number 16, Mitch. Marner. From the Dallas Stars. Say hello, Toronto, to number 29. Jake Ottinger. All the way from the desert in Arizona. Say hello, everybody, to number nine, Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller. From one side of New York. To the other side of the Big Apple, from the New York Islanders, say hello to number 13, Matthew Barzell. Now back to the Big Apple we go. Where we find the goaltender for the New York Rangers and the second goaltender and final goaltender for Team Matthews. Give it up, New York Ranger fans, for number 31, Igor Jasturkin. 
We'll get to the New York Rangers' last pick for Team Matthews in just a second. But from the Nashville Predators, all the way from Smashville, say hello to number nine, Philip Forsberg. And all the way down from Motown in Detroit, Michigan. I'm only saying that for the teams of where the team of where the players have come from for this All-Star game. From the Detroit Red Wings, give it up for number 93. Alex Dabrinkit. You've waited long enough. You've waited long enough. And guess what? It's the last guy. And that pretty much wraps up the draft portion of the opening segment. Apologies for being a little bit of an announcer here. I guess it's something that I've kind of taken to effect on the podcast. But anyways, New York Ranger fans, please put your hands together for number 16, Vincent Torchek. Vincent Torchek. Austin Matthews, Morgan Riley, William Nylander, Mitch Marner, Jake Ottinger, Clayton Keller, Matthew Barzell, Philip Forsberg, Alex DeBrinket, Igor Shesterkin. Wow. Those, that's a pretty big lineup. And those are your players for this game. Speaking of your players for this game. Those were the draftees. But let's get to the players. For Team King and Team Cloth. To do that, I'll head over to the social media so that we can see via the PHL, via the PWHL. Captains and their lineup for the PWHL three on three showcase taking place before Team McDavid, Team Matthews, and Team Hughes 
and McKinnon took the ice. So before we get to that, though, I gotta play this. I gotta play this. This is Brian Burke, and Penguin fans, you know him as a former role in the Penguins front office as the president of Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey Operations. Here is Brian Burke. We'll get to that after an ad. And I will... The reason I want to play what Brian Burke had, because this Brian Burke was really good. And and I really like the one question that he was asked during the three on three showcase that we're going to play for you right now. So enjoy the audio here before I come back. This will take us to a quick break. When we come back on the other side for a middle segment. It's the first game of three games. Four games to the exact that we will break down. And in the first half of our final segment. We'll break down the women's game. In this case, we will break down. Who scored? We will also break down Yes, I said we will also break down We will also be breaking it down. All three games. Now, the special segment here in the first half of the final segment is the shake of the game, which is our player of the game segment. But here's the twist. Instead of player of the game, like we normally do for any men's coverage we do on Sports for Beginners. It's so, so special. So we're going to do exactly what we do for PWHL. And we'll do all that after this word from Broadcast Map and this audio that I'm sure many of you will enjoy. Brian Burke spoke ahead of Team King versus Team Kloss And hopefully I said that right. If I did not, for those who were on that team, my apologies. 
but everybody knows who I mean when I say Team King. And if you don't, don't worry. When this goes out, I will actually post a link to the video that you may or may not have already seen. Odds are, you probably already know who I'm talking about. But anyways, let's get, let's get you this interview and let's take a quick break. Has always been a supporter of women's hockey is Brian Burke, who's now the executive director of the PWHL PA. And Brian, you've had so many roles, winning roles in this game. Why was this job one that you couldn't refuse? Well, I've been a fan and a supporter of women's hockey since Nagano, 1998. And I got a chance to work for the women after 35 years working on the men's side. I leaped at it. I started crying, crying when they offered me the job. So I was really excited about it. I've loved every minute of it so far. And it's been a great month thus far. We've had sellout crowds, record crowds across the league. And here at Scotiabank Arena on February 16th, they're hoping for a new record when it's Toronto against Montreal and what they're calling the Battle of Bay Street. Has this first month exceeded your expectation? Yes, I think anyone who tells you it hasn't is lying. I mean, the fact is, record crowds in three different buildings will break the record here in the 16th at Scotiabank Arena. I think it's been phenomenal and staggering. I think anyone who predicted we'd start this strongly wasn't paying attention. Um, I think I know what your answer is going to be to this. And I asked Sarah Nurse about it briefly earlier. This game is physical. This league is physical, more so than I think a lot of people expected. The players want it, and I assume you like it too. No, I've never liked physical hockey. The fact of the matter is the game has evolved to allow a lot more body contact than historically was allowed. When I first started watching women's hockey 25 years ago, any kind of contact at all was a penalty. Now it takes a significant amount of contact to warrant a penalty. We've got to be careful that we don't cross that line, but so far, so good. It's been great to watch. I asked a couple of the players today, and we don't expect it today at three on three. Brian, I want you to stay right here, but first explain to the viewer how unprecedented it was to get the collective bargaining agreement done before the league began. Well, it's never happened before. I bet you it never happens again. An eight-year collective bargaining agreement drafted and negotiated by the players before the league even began. So they've guaranteed labor, labor peace for the first eight years of the league. They have funded this properly. They have staffed it properly. They have given us our best chance to be successful, but we intend to knock it out of the park. We've got about a minute left. I love some of the new rules. You have the three, two, one in terms of the points. You have the jailbreak. So if you score shorthanded, the power plays over. You work for the league. Do you think the NHL would ever implement any of those? No. I said we had a minute. You could, you know, I think a little longer. Well, the, the problem with the scoring is it, it, it spreads out the scoring. So teams are out of contention halfway through the season. That's the problem with the three points for regulation. Regulation one. That's why we've never gone to it in the NHL. But I love it gnarly. I love jailbreak. <laughs> I know. And I, the, the shorthanded goal, score shorthanded goal, kills a power play, for God's sake. I like it. Brian, maybe not so much. Brian, really appreciate the time. Have fun tonight. My pleasure. Thank you. Berkey? You're only human. Berkey? Taking us to break?
and alongside so much as many people that we could get that we could get what this is so good this is so good you know what uh i i'm trying to now remember uh who it was that was interviewing brian burke but uh regardless it was so it was so good and and i honestly i i gotta agree i gotta agree with uh what you were talking with what brian burke was talking about there uh anybody who has told you the pwho hasn't really expressed their 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 uh their expectations it is lying it hasn't express it hasn't exceeded their expectations is lying i mean listen i'm not sure i agree with that statement full-heartedly but i'll tell you this right now brian burke if anything could tell me right now that this league won't move won't move any forward or won't move forward especially with all the stuff that's happened i'll come back to your interview with whoever it was that interviewed you on the in the booth but before this event went down after the draft went down Or rather, you could you could come after me and be like, "I told you." Anybody who tells you it hasn't expressed their, who hasn't you know expressed the who says to you, PWHL hasn't really, the PWHL hasn't really you know exceeded my expectations, right? Well, you could come after me, Brian Burke, and be like. Well, I told you, it exceeds your expectations. And then, and if you feel like it hasn't expressed your expectations, you're lying. Now, not to say that I'm on Berkey's side here, but I'll just say this. The PWHL and the games that I've watched so far, and I do plan to watch more games in the future, especially those that I may not get to that went down today or at least one of them one of them that went down today and i actually did get a chance to catch a glimpse of it i caught a glimpse of it uh we'll talk about that more in the second half of the final segment when we wrap it all up but anyways let's take a break when we come back we'll break down 3 on 3 PWHL Showcase brought to you by Canadian Tire. As we talk about the team players on King and on Kloss. The players from both teams and their captains. 
coming up when we continue on NHL PWHL All-Star Weekend special episode of Sports for Beginners. We continue right after this from Broadcast Map. Stay tuned. There's more hockey content on the way. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams? Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. There you heard the Toronto versus Montreal promo for the battle on Bay Street. That is coming up this month. And guess what? That is, that is, I believe, right around the corner. You know what also is right around the corner? Season three of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Our three-episode season three premiere event wraps up this Friday. Yes, I said this Friday, February 9th, 2024, when the third episode of season three goes live, the entire season begins. The entirety of season three will officially begin for real when our three episode season three premiere event 
wrapped up this Friday. And we'll get uh, we'll get into more on that in mere moments. But I believe, yes, 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 and yes. Not this coming Friday. Not this coming Friday. The Friday after Super Bowl weekend. The Battle on Bay Street. And more specifically, Marie Philippe Poulin and Natalie Spooner and Sarah Nurse return to the rink you see behind me. And duke it out. PWHL style for the first time on a National Hockey League ice. Let's call it the second time in PWHL history that they do it on Toronto Maple Leaf ice because February the 16th is when the battle on Bay Street begins. And this is going to be a good one. It's so good. It's so going to be a good one. It is so going to be a good one. Speaking of the PWHL, we welcome you in for our our first half of our middle segment. Where we are going to be breaking things down game by game. And of course, we'll wrap up the first half of the middle segment. Of the breakdown part. Where we will get into the winners. Of all events down at Scotiabank Arena on Friday night. First, let's get to the winners of the first ever, and hopefully not last, PWHL 3-on-3 Showcase presented by Canadian Tire. Canada's Hockey Store. On Team King. Your goaltenders. And we're going to use the PWHL website for this as well. So we find out who the All-Stars were. But odds are, if you've been following the PWHL for a long time, you know exactly who was on whose team.
We have a couple good ones. Including, and I say including, a few people we've mentioned already. Mary Philip Poulin, Natalie Spooter, and Sarah Nerd. All right. Well, who was joining them? Let's find out. Shall we? First. From PWHL Montreal. Please welcome on on team king number 35 and renee debian Goaltender. Not from PWHL Montreal. And also, not on Team King, from PWHL Ottawa, give it up for number 38, Emeran Mashmeyer. From PWHL Minnesota, please put your hands together for number 29. Nicole Hensley. So just so you're aware, the goaltenders for Team Kloss from PWHL Minnesota, number 29, Nicole Hensley. And from PWHL Ottawa, number 38, Emirant Mashmeyer. From PWHL Toronto on defense. Welcome to the Bank Arena. Probably one of the best women in the game. Number three, Jocelyn LaRock. 
And number 14 from PWHL Toronto, Renata Fast. And from PWHL Toronto, at forward, for Team Kloss, number 20, Sarah Nurse. Also on this team, and on defense with LaRock, Fat, and Fast, put your hands together. Joining Emirates Mashmeyer on Team Kloss. Number 26, forward, Emily Clark. From PWHL Minnesota, joining Nicole Hensley. Give it up for the first round draft pick of the PWHL inaugural draft, number 27, Taylor Hainsey, Hainsey. Lastly, on defense, as I was going to get to, not from PWHL Ottawa or Montreal. We'll see if maybe she is from Montreal. Oh, 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 So for Team Kloss, you have number 25, Alec Carpenter.
from Minnesota, from PWHL Boston, on Team Kloss. Give it up. Give it up. Actually, never mind. Boston doesn't have anybody on team cloth. But you know who does? From PWHL New York. Give it up for Abby Roke. Abby Rock. Number 11, Abby Rock. And let's see, do we have Aaron Ambrose? <laughs> no. Wow, who's got who's got Aaron Ambrose? I wonder who. Well, we found Laura Stacy. Laura Stacy, she is number seven of PWHL Man Montreal. She is on Team Kloss. Uh, 
our defense person. Yeah, there you go. From PWHL Montreal, number 23, Aaron Ambrose. And that only leaves number 19, Brian Jenner. And number 25, Alex Carpenter. Well, I'll tell you this much. I think I know where Brian Jenner is. Yep. Brian Jenner, number 19 of PWHL Ottawa on Team Colossus. And number 25, Alex Carpenter. Alex Carpenter, come on, where are you? Maybe I might have taken Boston for granted. Well, I don't see Carpenter here. No, not on Minnesota's roster either. Montreal, let's see. No, not here. Oh, I'm dumb. From PWHL in New York, 
I'm dumb. From PWHO New York, give it up for number 25, Alex Carpenter. And you know what? That that was a that was a that 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 was bad there for my team Kloss and Team King introductions, but we're gonna go over the team King roster now. Led by number 26, Kendall Coin Schofield. Cohen Schofield. If I pronounced your last name wrong there, Kendall, my apologies. She leads out number 21, Hillary Knight. Number 11, Elena Muller. Elena Muller. Number 12, Emily Panic. Number 29, Mary Philip Poulin. Number 40, Blair Turnbull. Number 15, Savannah Harmon. Number 5, Megan Keller. Number 2, Lee Stecklin. And number 17, Miss PWHL history. Ella Shelton. And backing up, and Renee Debian. Give it up. Give it up from PWHL Boston. The backup for Team King is number 31, Aaron Frankel. All right, well, you know what? Maybe I'll get it next time. Team King won by a final score of five. Team King won the battle by a final score of 5 to 3. And Savannah Harmon, Savannah Harmon, she was on fire. I don't know what you ate, Savannah, before the event, but you were on fire. Three goals by Savannah Harmon. 
three goals. And honestly, if you had to pick a player of the game, I don't think there's there. If you had to pick a play of the game, I don't think anything topped a goal off the stick of Savannah Harmon. Now, unfortunately, we cannot really play or review all the goals. I mean, technically we can on the NHL, on the NHL, technically we can, but I can't tell you when they all happened. All I will say is this. L.S. Shelton in true PWHL fashion. <clears throat> puts Team King on the board first, I believe. Yes, Ella, yes, I believe, because I said Ella Sheldon is part of Team King, so yep, that checks out. Oh, I forgot to mention the team captains. War for Ottawa for Team Kloss. From Ottawa, I should say. Brienne Jenner was the team captain for Team Kloss. And for Team King, it was Kendall Coyne Schofield. Coyne Schofield. Again, my apologies if I pronounce your last name wrong, Kendall. Brian Jenner was the team captain for Team for Team Kloss. And it was Kendall who was team captain for Team King. The victors. And it all got started with it. Ella Shelton lighting the lamp first. To put Team King on top first with one goal. It's Team King 1, Team Kloss 0. Not for long. As Alex Carpenter quickly ties it up and then Jocelyn Rolock and then Jocelyn Barack. Makes it two to one team Kloss. Team Kloss is now ahead, two to one over Team King. Not so fast, Savannah Harmon says. And now we're tied at two. 
And then she does it three more times to take a two-goal lead on Team Coloss. On Team Coloss. <clears throat> And they would win the game by one point, uh, two points, excuse me, when Kendall Coyne Schofield and Brienne Jenner put the puck in the net. It was Kendall's goal that sealed the deal. <clears throat> Brienne Jenner would get her team within two. But Team Kloss falls to Team King 5-3. Meanwhile, in the skills competition, And we'll get to the player of the game in the final segment. Unfortunately, we can't really do that the way that we would normally do things. But we could still go over. We could still go over. Yes, I said we could still go over. The goals in the NHL app. All right, well, it's a time of, it's a time of events, right? It's a time of events. And guess what? Connor McDavid, he did it again. But really, did you expect him to win the entire All-Star Weekend and become a multi-billionaire? <laughs> I mean, look at this dude. Putting things on like nobody's business. Connor McDavid wins the fastest skater award. So he wins the fastest skater game he wins the fastest skater and then he wins a few more events of the six he he participated in and Look, if you're going to tell me I didn't see that coming, I would have said to you,
just look at McDavid go. He won the obstacle course event to secure the All-Star Skills victory. But he also won a couple other events, including getting revenge on Matthew Barzell to win the fastest skater event Toro Avalanche and team captain of Team McKinnon, Nathan McKinnon, wins the one-timers challenge. Elias Pedersen comes up clutch and wins the all-star passing challenge. McCarr hits 102.56 miles per hour to pull off upset in win or in the hardest shot competition and win it. Kale McCarr. I don't even think I could go that hard. Connor McDavid shows off silky moves to win the all-star stick handling event. That's another event won by McDavid. One of the many he won, including the fastest skater. He snipes his way to victory in the NHL all-star accuracy shooting. So that's another one. He's won now three events in a row of the six he competed in. William Nylander shows out against Kings Talbot to win one-on-one All-Star Skills event. The Lightning, Nikita Kucherov, receives boos from the Toronto crowd during the All-Star Skills competition. Alex Georgiev shuts down McDavid to take 100K first at the NHL All-Star Skills competition. And McDavid seals the deal with the win. In the obstacle course to be crowned NHL All All Star Skills 2024 winner and millionaire. How about that? It's a gotta see it, so guess what? Guess what? As we take this middle segment down to the to the end of it, I gotta show you. I gotta I gotta show you, and we're gonna share the screen here. 
I have to show you that gotta see it. We gotta see this, gotta see it. Before we take another break. So ladies and gentlemen, here is Connor McDavid. You're only human in a Here is Connor McDavid. And we'll try that again, but I'll try to make sure I get the ad out of here. Oh, there we go. Let's try that. There we go. So there we go. We'll let the ad go. And then we'll get to the gotta see it. But boy, howdy, was it ever a gotta see it. You have to see it to believe it. You have to see it to believe it. I don't actually think we need to pick a player of the game. As much as I would love to do it, fans, we're not really going to do it. As much as I would love to do it, I've changed my mind. We're not going to do it. But. For the sake of things. If we do end up doing it. We will. Just give you. Who stood out. And I, and I can already tell you. I can already tell you, my friends. I can already tell you. I have a few favorites. But right now, I want to turn your attention to Gotta See It. Oilers McDavid wins the obstacle course. Event to secure all star skills victory. Well, it's this is Connor's event. He had such a big influence on putting this together. It's no surprise that he stands in first place going to this point. Nobody can catch him if he takes care of this. So Kale McCarr for is the leader, Connor McDavid. Oh, fumbled that, so there's a bit of a shaky start. 43-4-3-5. And again, this there you go. Two, three. Well, that was cleanly done. And McDavid looks like he's in charge. Just seconds away from a million-dollar payday. Connor McDavid just has to hit that target. And there it is, a million-dollar shot. You know, you've watched Connor his entire career. Nothing should surprise you with the biggest 
tries on the line. It, he just took it to another level, didn't he? All the ones that represent the puck handing ability, the speed, the accuracy, and despite a couple of little hiccups along the way, after he got that third one in the small net, Chris, you knew it was over on the obstacle course. It was. That was the separator, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, he helped design it. And it was beautifully designed. The fans were on their feet at the end. We had not seen that at a skills competition in recent years. Connor McDavid's the winner. He well, again, huge applause for Connor McDavid here. And uh, he wins the final event to make no mistake. Well, what a difference a year makes. It just the intensity of the skills competition just showing the highlights of what these great players are able to do and as i said no surprise the, the game's great player connor mcdavid at the very end and this was the ending of what he does so well being able to carry the puck and explosive around the corners and in the middle of the net to finish things off Winning time of 40.606, so he was three seconds faster than Keel McCarr. And there are your final standings as McDavid wins the $1 million with 25 points on the night. Keel McCarr finishes second, and a pair of leaps, Matthews and Nylander. And Matthew Barzell had that tough obstacle course when it looked like he might be in position to steal the $1 million on a very successful NHL All-Star Skills with the presentation still to come. Well, it was still to come. It was still to come. It was still to come. And you know what? Let me go back. Let me go back. Hopefully it'll let me go back. Uh, maybe we'll, maybe what we'll do here is we'll, uh, refresh but uh those were the guys who called it and who pretty much called almost everything except for the pwhl three on three showcase presented by canadian tire canada's hockey store Connor McDavid, among many of the men who competed, wins six events, takes home a million bucks on Friday night in the NHL skills. And guess what? Coming up next. We will do player of the game, but it will be called the stars of the game, as we do for the PWHL, following this introduction that you're going to hear as we take a break and get ready for our first half, or probably most likely our last program segment. That is our final segment. We'll do the stars of the night. But we're going to keep it into 
two halves of the final segments. One of the first half. We'll break down all three games from today. The final event of the 2024 NHL All-Star Game. And that's the big one. The big one that in the opening we set you all up for. By going through the team. McDavid. McKinnon. Matthews. And Hughes. Along with their celebrity captain, Tate McRae for McKinnon, Will Arnett for Team McDavid, Michael Buble for Team Hughes, and Justin Bieber. For Team Matthews. We look at all the games. In the first half of our final segment. As we've reached the big part. Of the show. And then in the final segment. Second half. It's time to find out. Who stood out. In this game, you know what? Rather than player of the game, or in this case, who stood out, let's say who stood out this weekend. And we're going to give out a couple of them. I have a couple who stood out to me, both on Thursday, Friday, and today, Saturday. But I think you guys know that Saturday and Friday might be linked together. You'll find all that out right after this from Take Another Look. Sports for Beginners is back with our special on the ice. Sorry, not on the ice. PWHL 3-on-3 Showcase Reaction. NHL All-Star Game Reaction 2024 program in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Hockey continues after this. From Take Another Look. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Welcome back to All-Star Weekend on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. And of course, we welcome you all back Two. Yes, I said two. We welcome you all back to the studio. But well, we're welcoming you all back to P 
BWHL three on three showcase. Reaction NHL All Star Weekend Reaction. It's a special bonus show. And we might have a special for you in the second half of this final segment. We might have a special announcement for you. We just might have a special announcement for you. Regards of another special. But anywho, let's get down to the beginning and the meat and potatoes of the big action where we want to be right now. Let's kick things off with the game that decided who was going to the finals. And we'll kick things off with the scoring summary. By the way, this game, by the way, each of these games, including the three-on-three showcase, for the PWHL, each featured two halves. Funny, right? There's supposed to be three periods. But that would be too long. So what we do? We're going to go with two half. Two half. And in the first game of the two half, it's Team McDavid versus Team McKinnon. And what do we got here? Well, first we get Team McKinnon. Scoring. And it's none other than guess what? Or then guess who? Nathan McKinnon puts his team on top one to zero. It's Team McKinnon one, Team McDavid zero, Kale McCarr and Sidney Crosby both on the assist at three minutes and 24 seconds in. The first half would end in a tie with Boone Jenner. Putting Team McDavid on the board. Seven minutes and 58 seconds later. Thomas Hurdle and Nick Suzuki on the assist. Let's go to the second half. In the second half. 
all of your Bjorkstrand puts it by. And just like that, Team McKinnon is now up. Two to one. Team McKinnon two. Team McDavid one. Nathan McKinnon shines again. He scores again. Now Team McKinnon has a two-goal lead. It's three to one. Team McKinnon over Team McDavid. David Pasternak puts it in. And this is when the net is empty. So they're in desperate need. They're in desperate need of goals. They are in desperate need of goals. And it's David Pasternak putting one home. To put Team McDavid down by one. Team McKinnon leading right now three to two. Goalie pole. Connor puts it in. And Team McDavid with the goalie pulled. Come up with the big comeback. And we are tied at the end of the second half. Team McKinnon, three. Team McDavid, four. To the shootout we go. Well, we've shown you how McDavid shined in the skills competition. But here we go. It's time for the teams to play in a shootout. And up and up first for Team McKinnon from the Pittsburgh Penguins, number 87, Sidney Crosby, is stopped. First shooter for Team McDavid. Is Connor McDavid. And guess what? He puts it in. Next shooter for Team McDavid. Is Connor's counterpart, Leon Dreisettle. Oh, he got stopped. Now it's up to Nathan McKinnon. If he can score here, we keep playing. He is stopped. Next shooter for Connor's team, David Pasternak. 
Put it in. Pasta wins it. Pasta wins it. And Team McDavid wins it. Two to one in the shootout. To beat Team McKinnon. Four to three. David Posternak. David Posternak puts the needle in the haystack. He puts the biscuit in the basket. And it's Team McDavid for the win. They would go on to face the winner of Team Matthews versus Hughes. And we're going to get to that matchup in just a moment. But let's wrap up here. Team McDavid and Team McKinnon by going over the game stats. 21 shots on goal each for Team McDavid and Team McKinnon. Team McKinnon won seven faceoffs. They did not have a giveaway. Nobody went to the penalty box and no power play was given. But you would sure know that uh, but you would sure know that Connor was actually hoping for a penalty and no penalty was called. Team McKinnon finishes the game with nine takeaways, three block shots. Team McDavid, besides the 21 shots on goal, wins four faceoffs. They give the puck away once, take it away seven times, and they finish the game with two block shots. It looks like we're going to have the same attendance for each game, so we'll just go over the referees for each game until we get to Matthews and McDavid, which, oops. I spoiled the third game. Oops. Didn't mean to do that. But anyways, we're getting to Matthews' game, first game and his team's first game in just a second. Oh, by the way, good news. No scratches here that we will go over. But anyways, you're... Your referees and linesmen. Um, pretty much the same. Cedric L. Eliker, Francis Duran, Trent, Nor Trent Norrer, and Brandon Gallowett. The officiating crew. Uh, no three stars for either game here. I mean, I guess you could say that there was a three star for. I guess you could say there was three stars for. For uh, the McDavid and Matthew game, which we're going to get to in mere moments. But the officiating crew all the same. 
And with that being said, let's jump down into it as we get down to the team that would be awaiting Team McDavid in the final. Here we go. It's Team Hughes and Team Matthews. Who gets it started? Let's find out, shall we? Well, you don't have to find out because it's the guy from Tampa Bay, Nikita Kudrow. He puts the biscuit in the basket. And it looks like uh, Kudrow puts team Hughes on the board first. And he does. So Team Hughes with the early lead. A minute 19 into the first half. Unassisted. Alex Dabrinkit. With a goal in this game. That ties it up for Team Matthews. Time of the goal, 2 minutes 43 seconds. Philip Forsberg and Matthew Barzell on the assist. Frick Petrano puts Team Hughes back in the back in the lead. It's now 2 to 1 Hughes over Matthews. Cam Talbot and Quinn Hughes, speaking of Hughes, on the assist of the Frank Petrano Petrano goal. 3 minutes and 32 seconds after Alex Dabrinkit ties it up. And guess what? He does it again. 5 minutes and 7 seconds later. His second of the day. Dabrinkit. Second goal of the day. We're tied heading into the second half. At two apiece. To the second half we go. Mitch Marner. Gives Austin's team their first lead. Elias Patterson. In there. Puts it in. And I, I gotta say. You talk about competitive. Elias Patterson. I would say Team Hughes and Team Matthews, if 
Team McDavid and Team McKinnon wasn't as competitive. I don't know what you're watching. But anyways, Elias Pedersen ties it up 3-3. Philip Forsberg makes it 4-3. Matthews over Hughes. Brady Kachuk ties it up 4-4. Frank Petrano again. His second goal. That makes it. Five four. Philip Forsberg says, "I don't think so." He's got his second of the day. Of the day. And you know what? Regardless of the timing, it doesn't really matter. But right now we're tied at five. At the end of the half, at the end of the two halves, and guess what? We're going to a shootout. And Philip Forsberg is stopped. Kyle Connor stopped. Matthew stopped. That's shocking. Nikita Kudrov stopped. Elias Pedersen is stopped. Nylander is stopped. JT Miller is stopped. And guess what? It's Alex Dabrinkit for the win. Dabrinkit. Puts it in. 6-5. Matthews takes on McDavid in the final. It would be Team Matthews and Team McDavid. In the finals. Team Hughes and Team McDavid. <clears throat> Sorry, Team... Hughes and Team McKinnon were eliminated. And a game stats here for and the game stats here for this one as we now flip over on the McKinnon one. The game stats for this one. 20 shots on goal for Team Hughes, 5 faceoff wins, 3 giveaways. Five takeaways and one block and three block shots. No power plays for either squad. 16 shots on goal for Team Matthews. 11 faceoff wins for Team Matthews. Three giveaways, seven takeaways, and one block shot. All right. All right. It's go time. Let's get into it. McDavid versus Matthews. For the final. For the finals and for the championship in the All-Star game. Who's it going to win? Who's going to win? Mm. Who's it going to be? Matthews or McDavid? Well, here we go. Clayton Keller gets us started here. one nothing. Team Matthews. Boone Jenner ties it up quickly. Mitch Marner puts Team Matthews in head. 
Now Mitch Marner's given Matthews, Team Matthews, a 2-1 lead. David Pasternak, just a few seconds later, puts it in. And looky here, we're tied. Again, 2-2. McDavid and Matthews. Team McDavid and Team Matthews tied now at two. And Austin Matthews, the captain of Team Matthews, makes it now Team Matthews with the 3-2 lead. Not so fast as Dry Subtle puts it in. We're tied 3-3, headed to the second half. In the second half, Philip Forsberg puts it in. Team Matthews ahead, 4-3. Austin Matthews puts it in. Now Matthews' team is up, 5-3. To bring it, empty net, scores! Now Team Matthews is on top. Six to three. But guess what? We pulled the goalie before and it worked twice. That's how we were able to send it to overtime. And... Sorry, no, not overtime. Shoot out and eliminate Team McKinnon. Can we do it again? Well, we're going to get one. It's Thomas Hurdle. It's now six to. It's now six to four. Austin Matthews still leading. And it's Matthew Barzell for the win. Puts it in. Game over. Team Matthews wins it. And they get a million bucks. And the title of champion for the All-Star Game. Speaking of which, let's, let's hear what the player of the game and your MVP and captain of the Toronto Maple Leaf All-Star Team, Team Matthews, Team Captain of Team Matthews. Let's hear what he had to say. After quite a competitive game and winning, Seven to four over McDavid. You think that would have happened if it was Oilers and Maple Leafs? I don't know. Here he is with David Anver. Leaf Maple Leaf fans, you might want to turn up your volume.
Here is David Amber with your captain of Team Matthews and MVP and MVP MVP of Team Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for number 34 of your Toronto Maple Leaf and the captain of Team Matthews, Austin Matthews. All-star MVP, Austin Matthews. How does that sound? Uh, it sounds great. I mean, uh, just a special way to cap off the weekend here in Toronto. Can I thank... Uh, the fans, uh, the organization here, the city, uh, NHL, for putting on a great show for everybody. So, um, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. What's going to be your big takeaway? You had your buddy Bieber behind the bench with you. You went to his performance on Thursday, the draft, the skills, and now this. I think just the, the whole weekend as a whole. But uh, uh, I've been lucky to play in a couple of these, never one. So, this one feels good to get one here in the hometown. And like I said, I mean, the fans are great all weekend. And it's a great atmosphere. What about on a personal note? I mean, you've done so many things. You've been an MVP of the league, though. Just to sort of be climbing that, you know, that that arc again with the Connor McDavid's and just the best in the best. What does that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, I, I look at these weekends as, you know, time to have fun and enjoy it, have family here. But obviously, we're all competitive. So, um, you know, I think a weekend like this brings out the best in everybody. And uh, like I said, I mean, uh, I couldn't have uh, you know, written it up any better than this uh, being here in Toronto. So. Captain of the winning team, congratulations. A great weekend for you, Austin Matthews. Thank you. Thank you. A great weekend indeed, David Amber. A great weekend indeed. Well, my friends, the time has come. The time has come. It's time for our special Player of the Game segment. Brought to you by our inspirational drop of the shake of the game. But before we get to that, one more final game stats to get to. <clears throat> and that is Team McDavid All-Stars at Team Matthews All-Stars. And this one, well, McDavid tried, but they, well, the team of McDavid tried, but they couldn't outlast Team Matthews. They got outshot by Team Matthews 24 to 19. Each of them won nine faceoff. Each team won nine faceoff. Team Matthews had trouble with the Giving it, giving it away seven times. They took it away seven times, however, and only had one block shot. Team McDavid? Eh, they only gave the puck away once. They took it away three times. No block shots this time. Ooh, okay. That's interesting. <clears throat> <laughs> the winning goaltenders uh, for this game uh, for the game between Matthews and McDavid Jake Ottinger 
one, zero, and one. Connor Halbach, zero, zero, and zero with a loss. Game winning goal goes to Austin Matthews, his second goal of the game. Sorry, he's got two goals in this game. One assist, plus one, a total ice time of 8.47. Now, given these were two halves, I can see why. I can see why. In the matchup, Team Matthews versus Team Hughes. Igor Shesterkin was the starter for Team Matthews, and he beats Thatcher Demko. His record, 1-0-1. Zero, zero, sorry, 0-0. Zero, zero. Thatcher Demko. Zero, zero, and one with a loss. And finally, McDavid versus McKinnon, the goaltenders' wars, Sergei Bravosky. Bravosky is one, zero, and zero. And Jeremy Swayman, zero. Zero and one. All in all, a great all-star weekend in Toronto. I'll tell you this right now, fans. I'll tell you this right now. Even though it all concludes by the time you listen to this, all the big events at Scotiabank Arena concluded tonight. But if you go to the fanfare at the Metro Toronto Convention Center, you might still be able to meet some of the players. Maybe not those in the PWHL, but you definitely might be able to meet some of those who have been here all weekend. And with that being said, coming up after the final break, it's time. It's time. And it will be coming up when we return right after this from our friends at On the Ice and Behind the Benches. So coming up after this from On the Ice and Behind the Benches, it's time for our special Player of the Game segment. And we wrap up the final segment and the final program. In this case, the final portion of the program will wrap up in the final half of the final segment. Right after this, from On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast, as we give out, who stood out?
in Friday's skills competition. Thursday's three on three. PWHL showcase. And who stood out in all three games on at the time of this recording? All Star Saturday in Toronto. We're back right after this to wrap it up and get you set up for what's next on the program, including a special announcement, special announcement, a special announcement coming up next when we return to All-Star Weekend on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Don't go anywhere. The program wraps up right after this. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches, where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more... Follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page. Search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Welcome back, hockey fans. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Scott McGregor. I hope you've enjoyed the show so far. Not too much media that we've done today. That's fine. But right now, time for your special. It's time for the special. We'll get to this before the special player of the game thing, but it's time for a special announcement. So let me get the music going here. Let's get the music going. Because ladies and gentlemen, we have a special football content announcement for you. Wait, what? Didn't you just say it was done? Yes, we did. Didn't we just say it was done? Well, guess what? We may have said that.
but we've got it for you. Let's get the music going. And it's time for the special announcement. We're returning to the football field for one last show. And it's the Big Gator. that you can catch following Super Bowl Sunday. Now this might be recorded on Monday, but it doesn't matter. Because basically after Monday and Tuesday, football's done. We're in the off season. But here we go with our special announcement. This is a special Sports for Beginners announcement. In terms of content, you've been wondering, are we going to do a Super Bowl show? Well, guess what? We are doing it. Catch Chiefs versus Niners on a special Super Bowl 48, Super Bowl 58, excuse me. Sports for Beginners post-game special. That's right. It's a special Super Bowl 58 post-game show. Chiefs versus Niners. Introducing your contenders. The AFC champion, Kansas City Chiefs. And reigning, defending. Super Bowl 57 champion. And introducing their challenger. Your NFC champion. The San Francisco 49ers. Now, to Scott with the news. You heard it here first. We're back to the football field. We're back to the football field. And that is the theme music of which you will be hearing one Sunday from this Sunday.
CBS has you covered and is the home of Super Bowl 58. It's the San Francisco 49ers taking on the reigning, defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, who are looking to repeat. And guess what? Guess what, fans? We will have you covered after the game, post-game, on our special Super Bowl 58 post-game show. We'll hear from Andy Reid and the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. Maybe, Maybe we will hear from the players, and specifically the quarterbacks, Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes. But one thing's for sure. One thing is for sure. You are definitely getting exactly what you might have been bargaining for if you still watch football all the way till the Super Bowl. Now, will I be wearing this hat, obviously? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. But anyways, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Monday, February 12th, 2024. It's the Super Bowl post-game show, Sports for Beginners special. That should be a good one. Hmm. Let's see what Mahomes and Brock Purdy have for us after the Weeks off, and of course, after the NFL Pro Bowl, which, if I'm not mistaken, the Pro Bowl games get going on Sunday. That's this Sunday. So if you have not had a chance to check out the Pro Bowl skills competition, I unfortunately haven't had a chance to check it out. But if you are able to check it out, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Just like you enjoyed this program. Hopefully if you enjoyed it. We're not done yet, but we will be done very shortly. Without further ado, as we go back to the Sports for Beginners logo, which will be now behind me, as you can see. <clears throat> so, 
It's time for our special player of the game segment. So let's get to it. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. And that is me, and we welcome you guys all back in. As mentioned, don't miss Super Bowl Sunday post game. It will be Monday, February 12th, 2024. We will be recording it. So make sure you guys check that out. Monday, February 12th, 2024. One night before, after the game on Tuesday, February. Oh, uh, double check here just to make sure. And actually it will not be. Uh, it will not be. The night after, it will not be the night before the Penguins play the Jets because the Jets will have already played the Penguins twice. So, three nights before, I should say two nights before the Penguins play the Panthers. At 7.30 p.m. inside TPG Paints Arena. Thomas will have you covered for that game. I might have you covered after we have Brent Gunning in the show in the in the room for the show. I may have you covered for Blackhawks and Penguins. That will be coming up following Brent and my discussion. If we can get to that one. Otherwise, Thomas will have you for both games of that back-to-back. But I will definitely be with you for Celebrate 68 weekend. When Yamir Yager comes to Pittsburgh to get celebrated. When the Penguins face the Kings for the final time this year. To kickstart a three-game homestand, four-game homestand rather, because they'll have two days off in between. 
before the final Battle of Pennsylvania of the year. And can you believe it? Just two Fridays from this coming Friday, February 9th, spring training is here. Oh, speaking of that, Remember how Thomas teased earlier that we have a special program coming your way? Well, it turns out he's not wrong. Because guess what? Toronto Blue Jays baseball content is coming back to Sports for Beginners and coming to On the Ice and Behind the Benches. We're coming back, and I can't wait to get started. I cannot wait for this to get started. We'll get the music going in a moment for that, but let's do what we got to do now, and it's time to pick out the Players who stood out. Let's start with Thursday. And from the showcase, I really liked Savannah Harmon. I really did. <laughs> I feel like she put on a show for Team King. And might be one of the reasons they won that game. But I also enjoyed Mary Philip Poulin. It was uh, it was great to actually, you know, see these girls in three on three action on a in three on three action inside Scotiabank Arena. Now, I didn't see the showcase inside Scotiabank Arena. I actually saw it on TV. But my point is, I felt like all the girls played well, but my two that stood out were players on Team King in Mary Philip Poulin Mary Philip Philip Poulin and Savannah Harmon. Now, by the way, the PWHL the PWHL got back underway today. We'll save that for a second. We will get to that because I do want to get to the to what the final score of that game was, and that was Boston and sorry Toronto and Minnesota. We'll get to the final of that game in a moment. 
But now, from Friday, and from either team, who stood out? Guess what? You win six champ. You win six. You win a million bucks by winning six events. And not to mention, you get revenge on Matthew Barzell. I gotta. I'm so sorry to say this, Connor McDavid, but both you and Matthew Barzell stood out. And it was because of the way you guys came down the ice during the fastest skater event. Oh, and uh, how about that shot from Kale McCarr? Kale McCarr was a monster when he let that one go on the hardest shot. An absolute monster. All right. All right. Well, there are your stars. There are your stars for such a great, great event. There are your stars for such a great event on Friday and in NHL skills. It's always a great uh, skills competition. The mascots, by the way, and I actually, I didn't see this live. I saw it on the, I saw it on a YouTube channel. But if you go to the NHL, uh, YouTube channel, and uh, I'll play it for you actually. Um, oh, you know what? You know what? I'll actually link it in the description. If I, I'll, I'll link it in the description actually. But if you watch it to the end, you're going to notice Gritty gets knocked out by Bowie, the Seattle Kraken mascot. And those are other people that stood out to me. And here's one of the reasons why. During the skills competition, Gritty, being the guy that he is, whatever he is, Gritty interfered with Bowie during the hoverboard mascot skills competition. Never seen that happen, eh? Well, 
I'll link it down below in the episode description so that you can see what exactly went down. And then here's, an, here's another mascot that stood out to me at the skills competition. How about that Boston Bruins bear? Blades. Blades. I'm giving you a shout out because guess what? You were having trouble with that hoverboard and you just decided to grab it, take it around the net, and then put it back down and then just just try to be on it, but you kept falling off and, well, it kind of cost you the match against Carlton the Bear, but good effort. Very good effort. Very good effort. But I just loved, and I mean, I just loved watching Blades. I just loved watching you, Blades, pick up the hoverboard and run around the net with it. I could watch that all day long. I, I I really could. I really could. I could watch that all day long. Back to the back to the players. Well, we've gone over Friday. We gone over a little bit of mascot drama that went down on Friday. And also started on Thursday. <laughs> and by the way, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm just guessing. That. It probably continued today and will probably continue tomorrow. We'll see. But there was drama. There was a little chaos between the mascot. So, that all being said, It gives me great pleasure to say that the man that stood out in game, the three men that stood out in their first game, we'll do it from both, from both sides. Now, Sid got two assists in the only game that McKinnon, that Team McKinnon played. Sid, I would have loved to have met you in person when I was down there on... I would have loved to meet you in person, Sid, if you had gotten down there. I'd gotten down to the uh, Metro Toronto Convention Center. But honestly, I understand you were in Montana, and I understand you got into a little skate. So that's perfectly fine with me. Uh, you So you had something come up, and you were unable to make it. So 
good on you for getting somebody to make sure that you got drafted. If you were going to get drafted, and you did get drafted to Team McKinnon, you put on quite a show, actually, today. Team McKinnon and yourself there, uh, Sid, you guys put on quite a show. Yeah, you lost the game, but you you fought hard, and that's what impressed me most. So Nathan McKinnon, Sidney Crosby, and Kale McCarr from Team McKinnon are my standards from the McKinnon game. They are my standards from the Team McKinnon versus Team McDavid game. And my standouts from McDavid versus McKinnon for Team McDavid. Just get this guy the puck. Just get this dude the puck. And watch and learn. It was hard for me to pick uh, three guys here for Team McKinnon. For Team McDavid. But I'm going to pick. One guy for Team McDavid. And it's got to be. It's got to be the captain. It's got to be the captain. A goal. An assist. Two points. Four shots on goal. What else can you say. About Connor McDavid. What else can you say. Stand out. From Matthews versus Hughes for Team Hughes. I thought Thatcher Demko played pretty well. Uh, you had to bring in Cam Talbot. After Thatcher gave up three goals. Maybe it was Cam that gave up two earlier. Anyways. Second standout from this game. What can you say about Elias Pedersen just traded to the Canucks? In a trade with the Calgary Flames that got them quite a bit of people, including Kinsmenko. And finally, Brock freaking Bozer. I mean, his score stuff doesn't really reflect anything that says he should stand out, but I felt he stand he stands out to me. Brock Bozer. Elias Pedersen. And of course, we're gonna give one. We're gonna give both of these goaltenders a shout out: uh, Thatcher Demko and Cam Talbot. For Team Matthews, you know what? Same thing as McDavid team. 
going to give it to one guy. And that guy is the guy that pretty much won this damn hockey game. I should say he pretty much won the hockey game when it was McDavid versus Matthews. So, got to give it to the NVP, to the MVP, and the captain of Team Matthews. Austin Matthews. And there you have it. <clears throat> because my picks really wouldn't change for McDavid for McDavid versus Matthews. But the two guys I will give stuff out to, first of all, they go to the goaltenders. And the first go, uh, goaltender to get one I'm talking Connor Hallebuck. I thought Connor Hallebuck played pretty well, actually. He looked okay. Uh, Jake Ottinger? What can you say about Jake Ottinger? Jake Ottinger looked really good. Jake Ottinger looked really good. He looked really, really good. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. He gave up quite a bit of goals. Okay, yeah, he gave up a few goals. And so did McDavid's goaltender. The point point is, both of these players on both of these teams for any team that it is they all played well in the end it was team mcdavid versus team matthews for a million bucks and all three games played around the same attendance record That pretty much brings us to the closing of this program. So I would like to thank you guys all for checking us out. I'd like to say, uh, even though I wish I should have done this earlier in the opening of the program, but I'll do it right now. Uh, I would like to say a big hello to all of you listening around the world. In Turkey, Thailand, all around Canada, the United States, United Kingdom, Mexico, Belgium, Germany, Sweden, Algeria, Poland, Solomon Islands, Brazil, Japan, South Africa, Australia, and of course. Hello to all of you listeners in Hungary. Really, really appreciate you guys joining us here on the podcast, giving us a listen. I really hope that we are making it worth your time and effort. 
Uh, I really, really hope and I really encourage you guys as you're listening to episodes, I really, really encourage you to please, please, please take your time listening to the episodes. I know they could be a bit long. We're working on that as we speak. And I I just got to say, it is such, it, it is such, it has given my it has given my addiction for sports another level. I'd like to say hello to our friends in Scotland who have just joined us from the United Kingdom. Hello everybody from Scotland. Thank you for checking us out. We really appreciate it. Hello from Scotland. Hello to all of you in Scotland. Really appreciate you guys joining us here. This, unfortunately, even though we're doing the hellos uh, to everybody across the world at the end of the program, uh, it unfortunately brings us to the end of the program. But if you've been with us and waited for this time, guess what? You never really missed a thing if you tuned in all the way through. As always, my name is Scott McGregor. Coming up on Sports for Beginners, we will have Penguins postgame. Pens and the Jets right after the game on Tuesday that will be coming your way on Wednesday, February 6th, sorry, February 7th, 2024. That will be the next Penguins postgame show. I will be with you for that one. The Penguins will then play a back-to-back and play against The Minnesota Wild on Friday night, February 9th. I will be with you for the recap of the Penguins series with the Winnipeg Jets before I'm with you for the very special episode on the week before Another busy week of Penguins hockey content. Thomas may have you covered. I may have you covered also for the final game of the Wild on the Penguins. But rest assured, the Jets and Penguins game might come your way on Saturday night. The post game show might come your way on Saturday night. 
when they play in Winnipeg. When the Penguins play in Minneapolis on Friday, the post-game show will be coming your way ahead of Penguins and Jets. And I will be in the studio to bring that to you. So please stand by for that. We will re- we really appreciate it all. And of course, uh, all things considered, we'll try to get you as many more Penguin post game shows as we can. Our next PWHL recap will be February 14th. When the PWHL Toronto team takes on PWHL Boston. I will be in the studio for that. And that will be on February 14th. When the Pittsburgh Penguins do battle with the Florida Panthers, Thomas will be in the studio for that post-game show. Again, stay tuned for the Chicago Blackhawks broadcast. I do plan to do that one. It may come on the same day I have Brent Gunning in the studio. On February 16th. So we've got a little bit of hockey on our final episode that will kickstart the third season of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. We'll have a little bit of hockey and baseball talk on that episode. A little bit more hockey talk on the program when we have Brent Gunning in the studio. Maybe we'll talk some Blue Jays. But then we're full throttle, full throttle after that Friday episode. And after no, before the final Thursday of the month where we do another weekly in sports program. And on top of all of that, we've got home games for the Penguins and then two road games within that stretch. We're almost at the end of the year for the Penguins. And of course, all NHL teams. We got two months to go. But for the PWHL, we're just getting started. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. Speaking of just getting started.
that wraps up a lot of the programming things that we have for you. But we're not going to go away from you just yet with that programming. Because, ladies and gentlemen, before you know it, Sports for Beginners and, shockingly, on the ice and behind the benches, will be headed to the field. Let's get the music going, and let's get this announcement going. Last season, the Blue Jays came out short in the wild card. But a new season means new faces, new baseball, and maybe a chance at hoisting that oh-so-cup that we so want. I'm talking World Series. What will happen this season? Blue Jays game recap returns to Sports for Beginners podcast. It returns to the Sports for Beginners podcast. And new this year, we've got so much new, we don't know what to do with it all. Blue Jays game recap, not only is it returning to sports for beginners, but new this season on On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast, and Sports for Beginners, the podcast later, it's Blue Jays pregame. And no, it's not like Blue Jays Central, but it could be. The point is, lots of Blue Jays content during select games this season is coming your way this year. 162 games? We're going to try to get to as many as we can. Let's take you back to the studio for more from Scott. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Introducing... On top of Blue Jays game recap during select games this season, during select games this season, we will have for you, yes, we will have for you, we will have for you.
Blue Jays game recap returning. And it will return following the end of the four-game road trip, or in this case, the four-game home, the four-game, yeah, the four-game road trip in Tampa Bay when the Blue Jays play the Tampa Bay Rays in late March when the season kicks off. And it will be through select games this season. With every Blue Jays game recap happening after the select games select series. So the recaps will be happening not after every game like Blue Jays game like Blue Jays talk, but they will happen after every Blue Jays select series. Beginning with after the one forty PM first pitch in Tampa Bay on March thirty first, twenty twenty four. We will do weekly in sports on the final Wednesday of the month before we get to March's big Blue Jays baseball. And when we can, we will do another weekly in sports end of the month program at the end of the last Thursday of the month. just something to keep in mind. And again, if we run low on getting things out to you on time, we're working on that to the best of our abilities. So with all that being said, Blue Jays game recap returns on March 31st, 2024, when the Blue Jays wrap up their series with the Tampa Bay Rays. And the recaps will be followed during the road trip in select games. It will be followed during every off day. Not including... The ones leading into a homestand. So you'll get Tampa Bay. You might just get Houston. If you don't get Houston, you may get before opening day on the Monday, April 8, 2024. You might just get on the Sunday before that. You might just get Yankees, Blue Jays, 
from the Bronx. Which that series is a three-game weekend series beginning on Friday, April 5th, and ending on Sunday, April 7th. Again, weather permitting, though, because you never really know what the weather is going to be like. Spring is here. Well, it's coming. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But winter has run its course, it looks like. And spring is coming. Baseball action and spring training gets going for the Blue Jays on February 24th. Three Saturdays from now. When they take on the Philadelphia Phillies. So make sure you guys join us for that. And by join us, I don't mean join, join us. I mean make sure you join the crew who will be calling it on Sportsnet and Sportsnet 590 The Fan. And we may pop in from time to time to do a runaround of spring training on Sports for Beginners. All that said, now it's time for the attendance record of a big it's time for the attendance record of a big, 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 big. Night at the All-Star Game on this Saturday night. Now, all three games were seen by the same audience. And guess what? That audience was an audience attendance record of 18,800. 119 fans from Scotiabank Arena. All-Star Weekend in Toronto. All-Star Weekend in the Six has come to a close, but there's still lots to do tomorrow at the All-Star Fair. Fanfare at the Metro Toronto Convention Center including the final round of Mascot Mayhem. As for us here on Sports for Beginners, thank you guys so much for checking us out. Hello to all new listeners in Scotland and the United Kingdom and all new listeners across the globe, especially our new country listeners in Turkey. Thailand, and wherever else you may be. We really, really appreciate it. And honestly, 
I want to remind everybody, love one another. And I know Groundhog Day was this month. So let me be the last. Let me be the last tell, to say to you. Let me be the last to say to you. Happy Groundhog Day to all of you who celebrated it on Friday. So I hope you guys had a great Groundhog Day. I sure did. And I had a great night on that day too, actually. Uh, but anyways, to all my hockey fans, happy All-Star Weekend. Let's have a great second half of the year. Second half action coming up on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Pens and Jets coming up. But right now, it's time we say so long. From the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. And so long. From All-Star Weekend 2024. It's Team Matthews for the win. Against Team McDavid. And against Team Hughes. The final scores of the All-Star Games. Team McDavid, four. Team Matthews, seven in the final. Team Matthews, six. Team Hughes, five. That final in a shootout. And finally, Team McKinnon, three. And McDavid, four. And Team McDavid, four. Final in a shootout. The second half of hockey. Kicks off for the NHL this Monday when the Rangers battle the Avalanche. In the Big Apple. And we're not done with action in hockey. As the Maple Leafs host the Islanders. The Maple Leafs will host the Islanders on Monday night in Toronto. And then an eight-game sketch for Tuesday lights up the schedule. Calgary takes on Boston. Dallas takes on Buffalo. Vancouver takes on Carolina. The Penguins take on the Jets. Of Winnipeg. British Flyers take on. The Florida Panthers. The Canadiens take on the Capitals. The Avalanche. Well, they're not done. 
In fact, after on Mon- after their game on Monday in the Big Apple, they're just getting started. They got they go face the Devils at 7:30. And then it's McDavid versus the Golden Knights. Wow, this is going to be interesting. The second half of hockey is going to be interesting. The final score in today's action of PWHL hockey as they got underway today. Toronto 4, Minnesota 1. And the action intensifies tomorrow. With two games all in the afternoon. Ottawa hosts New York and Boston hosts Montreal. It's so good to be back in hockey. Oh, and by the way, did I forget to mention? The NHL will be taking part in the 2026 and 2030 Winter Olympics. Yeah. 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 It's true. It's true. It's true. If you don't believe me, It is a top story on the NHL app. So download the app for yourself and follow your favorite team down the stretch all season long. The All-Star Game is in the books. Up next, the trade deadline. It's up next. The trade deadline and then the battle for Lord Stanley heats up. As if it already hasn't heated up. I am Scott McGregor reminding you it is never, ever, 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 ever goodbye. It is always until next time. Until then, hockey fans, we'll catch you on respective programming. And if you're a sports fan in general, we will catch you whenever we catch you. I will talk to everybody after Pens and Jets on Tuesday. That recap coming your way on Wednesday. So we will talk to you then. And let's see how the Penguins do coming out of the All-Star break. With that all being said, I am out. Peace. And love one another.
The outro music is next. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to Sports for Beginners. If you would like to learn more about the show, you can visit the podcast Facebook page or visit the official website. You can also send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. As we always remind you, it is not goodbye, it is until next time.